Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to analyze the recent news of the breakup between Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. Now, everyone knows who Taylor Swift is. I don't think we need to really elaborate on who she is. She's currently on her Eras tour, which is a big tour. She wasn't able to tour the last few years because of COVID. And during that time, certainly she was productive in that she released Evermore and Folklore, I think. And, and to be honest, I... I respect Taylor Swift's music. I'm not really a fan of her early work when she was a teenager because I'm not that big into country, but I do like singer-songwriter types like Joni Mitchell and Tori Amos and Carole King. So her two COVID albums I like quite a bit because they're more to my style. Also, I just I do think she's talented. Any person, man or woman, that can produce their songs to determine like the melody and so forth, write the songs and perform the songs... You have my respect. I respect people less like Madonna or even Elvis who are given songs and they still have to interpret it in their own way, but they don't have to write their songs. So when you are a a total package, so to speak, I really respect you. So I respect Taylor Swift as as an American musician. She was dating Joe Alwyn, a British actor, for about six years. And the reason we're talking about this is because she's been in movies. Most recently, she did pretty well in the in the David L. Russell movie, Amsterdam, the one with Bale and Margot Robbie, that overall did not do that well. But she's been in that movie, and she's been in some other movies. And Joe Alwyn is a, is a British actor, as I mentioned. I know him probably mostly from being in The Favourite, the Yannis Lanthimos movie with Olivia Colman as Queen Anne and... The, the two favorites, Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone, fighting over her attention. And he plays the lover of Emma Stone's character, if I'm not mistaken. So it is movie adjacent. Certainly the people that she's dated in the past are all celebrities. So I thought it'd be good to do a treatment because, look, there was talk that they were engaged a few years ago. She even wore an engagement ring. If you ever saw the Miss Americana documentary, that came out between, I think it was between the, the release of Reputation and Lover. So Reputation was not that well-received in my album. I think there's a couple of decent songs on it. My daughter likes Taylor Swift, so I do know some of her songs. But I think Lover is a good bounce back. But it, it's a documentary during that time. And again, she's been dating this guy since pretty much the 1989 album. So it's been six years. And... That's quite a bit of her life. She's currently 33, and, and Taylor Swift's been around so long, right? I mean, she started, she's 15, 16, with Tim McGraw, all that early stuff. She's been really in the zeitgeist for a long time, and quite longer than the large majority of other female singers. We think of Madonna, going back to Madonna. Madonna was really relevant from about 84 to... Maybe you could say Erotica was her last relevant album, and then she kind of went away. And she, you know, she had some songs here and there, but really, it was like a seven-year span, maybe nine-year span, I should say. And if you look at other bands, most bands are not super relevant in terms of being in the zeitgeist, but also releasing number one hits, as long as Taylor Swift has. Taylor Swift's essentially been around for 20 years. I say 20 years, about 17 years, 17 years, so about 2005 to now. And she's had hits 
very relevant. So kudos her for her credit. So Alwyn and her broke up. This was surprising because people thought that this was going to be the one. Because if you don't know, we're going to review some of her, her dating history. She has not dated anyone nearly close to being six years in length. So the fact that she was with him for six years says quite a bit about about this relationship. And so a lot of the Swifties thought this was going to be it. This was going to be it, but it wasn't. And so as of recording this time, no one has mentioned sources, you know, page six sources and so forth. I've not really mentioned who broke up with whom. They're just saying sources say it's mutual. The relationship ran its course. We know that is nonsense. We know that it is nonsense. Relationships, there's always some who's the prime mover. We talked about in the Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles episode, which is episode two or three, how Styles was the one who initiated that. Because of course, I mean, Olivia Wilde is older than her, single mom. And I mean, again, who doesn't want to be with Harry Styles and try to lock that down? But he was the one who ended it there. But as of right now, it is saying it's mutual. Now, no doubt, Taylor Swift has a history of writing songs about her exes. So I'm sure in the next album, we will hear something, if not sooner than that. And in terms of the way they look, they look like a cute couple. They looked, you know, you know they say like couples look like siblings. You ever heard that? And you can see that with maybe some couples that you know. They look alike. And they looked alike. They're both kind of dirty blonde hair, blue eyes. And they look like a good couple. But... I mean, we'll find out why they broke up. Now, I'll propose theories as to, I think, why they broke up. Now, as I I mentioned, Swift has, for lack of a better word, and I don't want to, I don't want to throw invectives at her, her dating past, but she has been with a lot of guys. I mean, at least officially 10, maybe 10 lovers in before before Joe Alwyn or including Joe Alwyn. So, I mean, she has had quite a bit of of people. As I mentioned, she did date John Mayer. Now, John Mayer was interesting because I think she was only like barely legal and he was 31. And we can certainly talk about the, I mean, John Mayer has had an interesting dating history. Date Katie Perry uh, kind of on her peak. Uh, Jennifer Aniston uh, also called Jessica Simpson sexual napalm. I mean, like that guy needs to write a memoir, like a tell-all memoir. But that was probably, I would say, an inappropriate relationship. And then simply that, she was so young, so young. Her first relationship was with Joe Jonas, not necessarily knowing if that was uh, sexual or not. Then she was with Taylor Lautner. I wonder if she regrets Taylor Lautner simply because like most of the men that she's dated are famous, like world famous. And Lautner certainly had his moment when they were dating, because this is Twilight Peak, but uh, you know his his career really hasn't done much. Then she was with a guy named Lucas Till. Later on, she was with Corey Monteith, the guy from Glee. May he rest in peace. And then famously, Jake Gyllenhaal. She has a song about Jake Gyllenhaal. They had a quickie romance in 2010. Again, she's only about 20 during this relationship, and he is a good say like at least 10 years. Let's take a I break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20. 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So Gyllenhaal was a decade older than her. So again, I get I, I don't think it's really age appropriate. I mean, he's, she's 20, essentially he's 30. Then she's with Cord Overstreet, another gooey guy, probably met when they were dating Corey Monteith. And then again, as I mentioned, she was with John Mayer. And uh, I mean, she was definitely busy in that 2008, 2010, 2011 period because she was dating everybody. She was dating quite a bit. So they dated for some time. She was rumored to be with Eddie Redmayne, the actor. Then Connor Kennedy. There's a lot of pictures of her with Connor Kennedy. He's one of the Kennedy clan. I think he's Robert F. Kennedy's grandson, who was younger than her. So she was 22 at the time, and he was 18. And that was a very short kind of summer romance. Then famously, she was with Harry Styles in 2012. That was kind of a short relationship. Calvin Harris, the DJ, she was with him a you know, relatively long amount of time for, for her to have dated, which was about a year or two. Then Tom Hiddleston, Loki, from all the Marvel movies. I thought they made a cute couple. They were together for several months in 2016. And then you finally get with Joe Alwyn. And Joe Alwyn's actually co-written some of the songs from the COVID lockdown. I think he also co-wrote a song or two from Midnight's, the last album. So... Here, here are my theories as to why I think this relationship didn't work out. And this is not to cast aspersions or invectives onto Miss Swift or to Mr. Alwyn. One is, I think that maybe she does have attachment issues, pair bonding issues, and she's, it's difficult for her to hold on a relationship. When, when we look at relationships, you have to look at the past. And if you're dating somebody and... It is completely relevant and fine to ask what's your longest relationship. And if somebody you're dating says on their first date, says their longest relationship and they're, let's say, 35, was six months, then that, that is a red flag and that it, it suggests that they don't know how to have long relationships. So they, they either grow tired or other people grow tired of them. Now, prior to Alwyn, you could certainly use that as a red flag for, for her, uh, but they've been, been together six years. But I do think she has a history of not being able to hold down in relationships. And I think some of it may be just her career and touring and all this. But when 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 you're not touring, and certainly you can go on tours, it's it's when you're not touring, you're mostly at home in one of her 10 homes that she has, and you're writing songs and hanging out. So yes, I think touring can put a stress on relationships, no doubt, but I don't I don't think that's a legitimate kind of excuse as to why it doesn't work out. I think that maybe it's probably hard to date her. It's probably hard to date her. And that, and this I think is, is Alwyn's perspective is 
Men typically want to be the leader of the couple. They typically want to be the more uh, status, more, more famous person. And if you're dating Taylor Swift, you're never going to be that. And I think that he was living under the shadow of a titan. Kind of like Stedman was always under the shadow of Oprah. But Stedman didn't really have a career. Whereas Alwyn is trying, and he's never really broken through, is trying to be... Uh, an actor and I think living under the shadow of your girlfriend who is world world famous I think does make it difficult I think you are living in that shadow and I think it's easier for a woman to live under a man's shadows because simply that typically goes with the gender norms of of man and woman like it or not but that's typically the gender norm is the man is the one who's more prestigious, the one who makes more money and so forth. And so when it's flipped around, when it's flipped around, I think it certainly does make it uh, more difficult. And I think with Alwyn, maybe he grew tired of just being under the shadow of Taylor Swift. And maybe he just needed to be with somebody who is less famous or not famous at all and just date like a regular woman or marry a regular woman. In terms of Taylor Swift, I, I do feel for her because Look, say say what you want. I mean, there is a different reproductive window between men and women. And when a woman uses, and, and, and I think some women will, who especially want to have children, get married, look at, at the end of a relationship, they retrospect. And she used, or she wasted her years of 27 to 33 on a relationship that didn't pan out in marriage or children. And I think it's one thing when you're dating Taylor Lautner at 19 and but it's another thing at, at her age in that if that relationship didn't work out and he was the one who in fact ended it, it's kind of sad on her perspective if she wants to have children. And I'm assuming she does and I hope she does because she has really a lot of talent and you'd want her to pass that talent on to her children. So it is kind of sad from a female perspective because she, women only have a certain amount of years, so to speak, to to have children. and. Certainly with the advent of reproductive technology, she has more years of that. But at the same time, it's it's a small window. And now she's wasted, you could argue, a quarter of a reproductive window, if not a third of a reproductive window, on a man that she ends up not having uh, a marriage or children with. And again, they were rumored to have been engaged. So I, I think it's kind of sad from that perspective. So we will see. No doubt the story will, will unfold as the weeks lead on, uh, culminating in the release of her next album where she'll write a song about him, no doubt. And I'm sure this song is not going to be we're never getting back together type of song because, look, I think unlike the other musicians, she was very young when she wrote Dear John and some of the other ones. And, and I think she had less kind of perspective on life and on dating. And when you're now in your, your mid-30s and you were with somebody for six years, I think... She'll have a different perspective on this relationship. And I don't anticipate the future song that's going to come out is going to be biting or maligning him in any way. But either way, I'm sure we'll get more details on this as this unfolds. And look, I wish her well. I definitely see Alwyn moving on. And look, again, Alwyn, not much of a career. And I wonder, you, and I forget that he was also in Mary Quinn of Scots, which is a great vehicle with Saoirse Ronan and... The Australian beauty whose name is, is escaping my mind right now, Margot Robbie. We did an episode about how Margot Robbie was doing her career. 
was doing her career right. And it's interesting because if you take away those two movies, he really hasn't done anything. And I wonder how much of it is just living under the shadow or, or orbit of her, of Taylor Swift. And we'll see like now that they've broken up, if his uh, his profile is, over, is gonna be more prolific. Because for a 33-year-old actor, he doesn't really have a lot of credits if you look at his IMDb. So we'll see if that pans out. And no doubt, a breakup of a six-year relationship is certainly going to fuel Taylor Swift's next album because there's a lot, I'm sure, to share. But I think she'll, he'll end up dating some younger actress or and then she'll no doubt be dating someone relatively famous. It seems like she's incapable of dating somebody who is an unknown. Maybe with time, now that she's in her 30s, maybe she'll realize she needs to go the road of Julia Roberts and just meet, date somebody who's not well-known. But again, if we look at track record, it's probably she's going to date somebody famous. But I do wish her well. I think she's very talented, and I think both of them, I wish them the best. Guys, please rate and review The Cinema Rag. It helps with the algorithm. I would appreciate it quite a bit. There's two links in the episode notes. One is for PayPal to make a donation. We would appreciate that. And the last one is a link to the website, which hosts all the Cinema Rag episodes, as well as the Eclectic Gregorio feeds, which you can also find on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.